of the word. We're an esoteric study group whose purpose is sharing knowledge of mystery schools and debunking misconceptions about Freemasonry. You're here with Mike and myself, Ron. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about the Shriners. Shriners and Shrine Auditorium. Shrine Auditorium and uh, kind of uh, mention we're also going to talk about the Morgan Affair, which will uh, kind of tie into the direction that started the shrine so okay just a disclaimer any of the opinions expressed on keepers of the word do not reflect the opinions of other organizations or masonic lodges just so you know okay so let's talk about today so today we went down to the shrine auditorium um, to do a production and talk about uh, joining and what it was about the history where it came from with past master Bob Haynes. That was in itself a, a really good experience because there was a lot of knowledge. As you know, Bob Haynes loves to you know, give his knowledge freely. And I feel that by him expressing you know, the things that he was talking about, because he never was in any of the patrol or any of the, of the area of, he was just a Shriner. He said, I'm just a Shriner. Yeah. I'm not involved in any of the clubs. I'm just a Shriner. Um, but I wanted to hear that experience. And, um, with Donald Joe, Donald Joe was interviewing and hopefully we could have that, you know, later on, um, in the week cut and, and set up for production as one of our out, I guess something we did offsite rather than onsite. And I, I felt that was really fun. Um, so Bob Haynes was, you know, he's a past master here. He became a Shriner, I believe, in 72. Don't quote me on that. And then um, he pretty much walked us through his experience. And his experience was was fun because, you know, he had a bunch of brothers telling him, hey, uh, come on, join. Come on, man, join. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, dude, I, you know, I'm – um, he, at that time, he was master of the lodge yeah. up here. And all these brothers were like, come on, man, just you know, come. Because the Shriners are known for fun. They're known for you know, having a good time. That's, that's like, I don't, I don't want to say that they're the party sector, but they're known for having fun. Yeah. Can you attest to that since you're a Shriner? Uh, they like to have a good time. Okay, so that, <laughs> that answers that. Yeah, and Bob, but Bob I'm sure, I, I don't know if he mentioned it to you or not, but I know that Bob was involved in a lot of different business ventures when he was younger, too. So, I mean, aside from the fact that he was involved with the, uh, with the fire department and he also did real estate, and so I'm sure being master of the lodge plus his, his normal duties as a, as a man and husband and and family guy probably had him already maxed out like most of us are maxed out anyway so i'm sure that that played a role in him deciding whether or not he was going to join the shrine oh his friends were very uh persuasive and he ended up joining and when he joined he said it was a great time and um i think uh you know right now the shrine has is in need of membership um i want to go into a little bit of the order of the shrine. I don't want to get too much into it, but you know, before it was called the shrine, before they were called the shriners, they were called the ancient Arabic order of the mystic shrine, A A O N M S. And you said a little while ago, what is, what is that, that acronym? That you spell? can, you can rearrange those letters and make a Mason. So dun, 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 dun. Mason. Exactly. Wow. 
Okay. like that. So it was built for fun and fellowship. Um, two brothers, uh, one by the name of Walter Fleming and William Florence were one of the found, were two of the founders of the, the shrine in 1870. Um, fast forward, we had the Shriners Hospital in 1920s, which helps the, helps the children. Any child under 18 would be admitted, regardless of race, religion, creed. Uh, ability to pay. Ability to pay, and so on and so forth. And they've been, the Shriners have been, at least I know that the Shrine Hospital that was in L.A. prior to it being in Pasadena now. Pasadena Shrine Hospital um, opened up somewhere around 2017, and that's got a brand-new facility that's all high-tech and, and able to do a lot more stuff than they were able to do at the at the older building in, in Los Angeles. But they've always been a part um, taking care of kids with cleft palates. That's been a major thing. And burn. That was, I know, for a long time, any children that had any kind of burns or they, they did burn treatment. And now they've, um, they're also very involved with prosthetics, children that require prosthetics and, um, and other, other things as well. But that's, I think that's very noble, right? It's very one noble. of the noble causes of yep. the Shriners, you know. Um, the Shrine Auditorium, Al Malika Shrine, was built in 1926. In a Moorish revival style. And if you've ever been to downtown L.A., it's right next to USC. It's r- literally across the street from the USC campus. And, and across the street from Felix Chevrolet on yeah. the back side. So you, you have uh, a lot of history there. That's where the the Oscars were held, the Grammys, uh, Golden Globes. And till this day, there's still many, uh, many concerts and, and uh celebrations that are held there yeah they just did the sag awards this year oh really at the shrine auditorium yeah. so they're 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 busy um the the facility itself is huge and in you know we were not able to film the facility unfortunately uh due to restrictions but we're able to we were able to get into the museum part um there was so much history there i mean it, it went back to the 1800s and we're talking about the old patrol and the different areas of or the different um i guess clubs that are within the mm-hmm. shrine yeah and there was a bunch of them you know yeah. the coppers uh, mm-hmm. um the stage there was a club that's just yeah. for the stage they have band yeah i mean they, it's it was huge back then motor patrol is another unit they're units they refer yeah. to them as units yeah so. so another thing that we're talking about is is uh you know bob haynes brought up the the influx of masonry when during after the war uh, after World War II, we had an influx of Masons, or an influx of, j- of people joining Masonry, and when that happened, it it filled up all the houses. It filled up the Shrine. It filled up, you know, the Scottish and the York Rite, and there was a, there were a lot of brothers. But over the years, it's kind of died down. Um, he was expressing that you know veterans had this camaraderie in World War II, and they still wanted that fellowship, mm-hmm. so they found it in Masonry, and to this day, it's still here. So, you know, for those feeling like, you know, especially veterans now, masonry is a good place to continue that uh, brotherhood. Um, I feel the question that was really um, important to to answer was, since there's a decline now, how do we bring it back up? How do we make it to where it's fun again? Um, 
looking at when when we look at this organization, you just think of guys with funny hats, but there's a lot that goes on behind those funny hats. I think uh, the people that represent and, and, and wear those hats are very noble people. Um, it's in their it's in the title, noble, you know. And I feel and when when you're a part of an organization like that that is solely a charitable organization. They, I mean, they raise money for the Shriners hospitals Mm -hmm. and those Shriners hospitals. Yeah. That's their primary goal. And they're there to help. But at the same time, they know that, you know, Hey, let's have a good time while we're doing it, you know? And I think that is cool in itself for anybody, you know, me, uh, a non Shriner, hopefully one day I, 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 it made me want to be a Shriner walking through Alma Lake shrine. Um, I feel, you know, if you're a Mason, um, in, in LA, you have to visit the shrine. You have to. It's it's some it's part of our history. It's part of our lineage. You know, it's it's very important that we remember where we came from. And you know, there's a lot of past masters in our lodge. You're one of them that are involved. And I think th- those these are the things we need to talk about. It's funny, you know, we were having a conversation earlier. Like, why hasn't anybody done this before? Why haven't we covered this? You know, and talked it's, yeah, it. how, how come we haven't it. talked about it? And that's the problem. We're not talking about it. Yeah. We need to talk about it. Yeah. You know, so what, Ron, what made you become a Shriner? Once you became a Mason, how did you say, you know what, I want to join the Shrine? I'll tell you, there's probably two primary things that made me want to join the Shrine. The first was I had many of the, uh, many of the brothers from our lodge here and many of the past masters from our lodge here were involved as Shriners in the local Shrine Club, the Beach City Shrine Club, which was originally, at one point there were two Shrine Clubs. There was a San Pedro Shrine Club and there was a Manhattan Beach Shrine Club. And the two dwindled to the point that they decided, hey, why don't we combine combine forces? We'll have, you know, now we'll have a large group. And, and they were all brothers that knew each other and hung out anyway. So it's a lot of Beach Cities, um, Masonic Lodge in uh, Manhattan Beach and LA Harbor Lodge here in Pedro joined together to cr- have the you know the current um, Beach City Shrine Club. So I was already hanging out with those guys. I was going to the parades. We uh, they they do the Beach City Shrine Club does four or five parades a year. I was going to th- two of those parades in the beginning. I added the Kernville um, Whiskey Flats days, and then I was going to their Christmas party where they have their, you know, the new the new president is, is basically inaugurated at their Christmas party. Um, so I was already doing stuff with them. So that was a, that was a push. And then I think um, my son was born with a with a defect that brought us to the Shrine Hospital. And although he didn't wind up getting any care from them, they were unable to um, deal with his particular situation that he was born with um, vascular malformations, and they didn't have. They may now. I don't know. I I need to take a trip out to the new hospital. I've been out to the new hospital, but I haven't toured it. I don't know what their capabilities are. I know that they've got a lot more than they had at the old old place. But um, at the time, they couldn't. They won't didn't have the ability to deal with vascular malformations so they weren't able to help us but I saw what they were doing I saw how they were helping and I knew another past master whose daughter was um, whose daughter was 
uh, born with a cleft, and uh, they were able to help her out. So those two things. I mean, between the fun, the the exact aspects of what you were just talking about, the the what they do totally as far as charity goes and then the amount of fun that they had and both of those things were very appealing to me and, and, and another thing another point that we we're talking about with with uh, pontiff bruce um you know there, there's a lot of room for for that fun a fellowship and i think that that shrine I, I would recommend that the shrine have more um nights where brothers could come down like cigars under the stars is is you know i haven't been to that yet but i've heard nothing but great things yeah. about it um but i feel you know like you know poker night or or something where you know, we could go and just hang out and, and meet brothers because if you're going to go to the shrine you're going to see brothers from other lodges it's a fact it's gonna it's gonna happen and lodges from all over la uh so i think i think that's probably something that should happen in the future because it, it's it's kind of like it's a waste if you don't do nothing with it. You know, if we don't go back to it and we don't, we don't go back to where, where our, our lineage used to hang out and have a good time and, and enjoy each other's company, then we're going to lose it. And I feel that that's, that's where the state, that's where it's at right now. Not only just there, but I, I feel like in certain areas of masonry, that's, that's what we're missing. But in general, you know, a facility like that was built by brothers to facilitate brothers. And they were having fun doing it. Yeah. And, you know, had you had folks like John Wayne and uh, other celebrities back in the day going through there and hanging out with brothers just like normal people. And that's something that I, I w- kind of wish we, we had today. Um, it's it's one of those things where how do we revive something like that? And it's and we asked Bob that question. How do we revive you know, the shrine to be back in its heyday. And his, his answer was very, very real. He's like, I don't think we can. And I don't think it's going to. Which I feel he's, he's right to a certain extent. Yeah. But at the same time, I also feel that, you know what, we don't have to get it back to its heyday. But if we get it back to where the brothers were going there to meet and have a good time with, and have fellowship and talk and enjoy each other, you know, you'd have brothers from different lodges coming through, meeting at a different appendant body, where they're 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 there to have a good time. I, I think that brings a lot of lot of value just to just to masonry in general. So I, I think it's very important uh, for any mason who you know has gone their third degree to look up the shrine and check it out. And whether you're here in the in California and in, in Southern California or if you're anywhere in the United States, check out your local shrine if you're a Mason. Because I feel that is a, a very important body to Masonry. I know we always talk about the Scottish Rite and, and the York Rite and that those are very, very important as well. But the Shriners do a lot of good. And, you know, again, they're noble. They're noble people and yeah, they wear funny hats, but you know what? They earned the right to wear those funny hats. I feel. And if you're going to do a lot of good and need to raise a lot of money doing a lot of good, then why not have events that you're having a great time doing it? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a heck of a lot easier to spend your money and, and, and put your money into noble causes when you're there with people you like having a good time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind spending my money and having a good time with, with good friends. You All know, right. I think that's very important in life general. Not just as a mason, just as a as a person, you're able to, you know, have fellowship with with 
a bunch of brothers. And I think that's the main component that I, I want to kind of hone in on is, is the fellowship and the brotherhood. And I know we talk about it over and over and over again, but that's what, that's what this is about. This is about having that tight knit group that you can, you know, have a good time with and talk about deep things as well and not be ridiculed, you know, um, having an open mind and being able to speak, you know, what you've studied and, and, you know, go from there. You know, I just feel that that's a really cool, um, area to start. And, you know, these guys, they, they built it, um, over, you know, with a hundred years ago. I mean, damn. And it's still here, you know? And And even if we can't get it back to what it was, because, you know, we're definitely living in different times. It's not going to, it's not going to be exactly the same, but, but we could get it. We could definitely have a revival that would bring back the essence of exactly what you're talking about. The, the brotherhood and the friendship and the fun that it is and have a new, you know, a new generation of, of growth yeah. with Shrine. I think we just need it. The more we talk about it, the, the faster we dispel these outlandish accusations of the stupidity that's out there on the internet. Anybody could go on YouTube and punch in Shriners or, or Masons and all of a sudden you have satanic things coming up. And that is silly. I mean, come on, dude. I, you know, I, I wouldn't be a part of anything satanic at all. You know, Did that's you see just, the episode of Family Guy where Meg's coming in early in the morning and she's like, I wasn't just at a shrine convention. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's funny how oh, we laugh yeah, at it, but right. the reality that's is... That's the type of... That's yeah, the perception. That's the that's, perception. And yeah. it's not that. It really, right. really isn't. Masonry is just not that. It's not... Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we like to study... I like to study the occult. I like to study it. doesn't mean I practice it. I mean, you know, I leave that to folks that, that want to do that. I just I'm just interested in it. And, you know, my interest in the occult is it's from a young age. You know, I was raised Catholic. Duh. Like, like, like just that just that in itself, it, it kind of, you know, you, you learn some things in Catholicism. And, you know, I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash for that. But, hey, it, it is it is what it is. You know, I mean, that's the reality of where we're at. It's understanding that. You know, I should be able to think freely and study freely and then talk about it. What's wrong with that? And, you know, those who, who don't understand the term occult, occult means hidden from the eye. It's not for the entered apprentice or the, the initiate. It's for the adept. That's why it's hidden. Because, you know, people just don't, you give a dumb person this, all this knowledge and they're going to go do something stupid with it. And, you know, Unfortunately, that's just what it is. So I I feel, you know, I know I'm probably rambling, but I just feel like, (laughs) like, like, hey, you know, Shriners, Freemasons, uh, the other appendant bodies, Scottish Rite, York Rite, have nothing to do with Satanism. They have nothing to do with, you know, anything like that. And I know we're probably going to get people on here. Well, you're just not high enough level. Yeah, you're not a thirty third degree. that's an honorary degree, you know? Yeah, well, Just, and, and like you were saying with the whole perception, a lot of people think that it's a religion. A lot of people think that it's a cult. And and if you look up the definitions of either of those, religion or or a cult, none of, none of them, none of the 
key points that make something a religion or the key points that make something a cult are even remotely have anything to do with Freemasonry. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if we go back to, if we go back to like ritual and things of that nature, yeah, they go back, they go back to the days of Solomon and that's biblical. You know, if we want to talk about that, we could go back, back to ritual and, and talk about those things. But then we're talking about Judeo, uh, theology and you know that's kind of positive don't you think i mean it's 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 real it's it's something that you know people have taken and bastardized and and made it to fit their own agenda which leads to segway segway the morgan affair the morgan affair the morgan affair definitely had an impact on probably even a lot of those misconceptions to this day about what people think about Freemasons. Um, The Morgan Affair was an event that occurred, for those of you that don't know, um, 1826, William Morgan was allegedly kidnapped by Freemasons after publishing an expose and then apparently killed. Um, The Morgan Affair resulted in increased suspicion of Freemasonry and the formation of the Anti-Masonic Party. They actually wound up running a, um, as a major third party against um, Andrew Jackson and um, lost. Andrew Jackson became president in 1829, so Morgan Affair affected that. Um, basically, it was, uh, you know, that, that little event happened, and the people that were, that were created the anti-Masonic political party and the whole anti-masonry movement in the United States uh, were using citing examples that the judges, the lawyers, all of the people and the, the killers of, of Morgan were all Masons. So that was this whole, it was a conspiracy, you know, kind of like the Illuminati stuff today that there's people in charge and they're running stuff and we're sick and tired of it and we're not <laughs> going to take it anymore. So we're going to create an anti-Masonic, you know, movement. Um, it it almost decimated Freemasonry in this country. I mean, we got down to our numbers dwindled a lot. Um, there was a discussion amongst the Grand Lodges about creating a national Grand Lodge, a single Grand Lodge for the nation um, because of the dwindling numbers. I know, I remember hearing that something, the, I believe it was the Grand Lodge of Vermont that when they would have their annual communications for several years, it was, a, it was like a handful of people, less than 10 people that were showing up at their annual communication for a couple, couple of years, and that's when they were discussing going with the um, the single Grand Lodge, the National Grand Lodge. But it was, it was discussed and turned down because essentially they wanted to keep it very much like our nation had been built so that each state had its own control. Whereas if you gave a single Grand Lodge over control of the United States, then, you know, the balance of power could be could be messed with luckily we bounced back and one of the things that for the united for the united states um the birth of our of our um, membership card 
yeah. was something at that point. Because that, prior to that, there were there was conjecture that people that weren't Masons were getting into lodges, and that's what this whole Morgan affair became was a guy that supposedly wasn't a Mason that got into lodges and then wrote exposés because, you know, the, the printing press during that time was the equivalent of the freaking Internet today. So you could go print stories and disseminate them and whether or not they were true didn't necessarily have to have your fake news yeah exactly uh, okay so fake news started way back when <laughs> yeah and, and we see a lot of that today unfortunately um yeah so let me let me continue with that with this part you know segueing on to under hitler's germany while those of the jewish jewish faith endured the greatest loss of life humanity and humanity many descriptions of the holocaust referred to jews gypsies freemason and others being consigned to the dreaded concentration camps and gas chambers. Hitler wrote that Freemasonry belonged to the Jews and while hated for the Jews was being cultivated while hate hatred for the Jews was being cultivated in Germany, these claims justified Hitler's persecution for of Freemasons. While some Freemasons were truly Jews, Hitler's real reason for persecuting Freemasonry was that he was afraid this secret society could cause his defeat. Many even claim that Hitler secretly admired Freemasonry as an organization and wanted to form his regime in a similar way as to the institution of Freemasonry. For this reason, Hitler believed that Freemasonry had to be destroyed so the regime could retain full power. During the ensued decade of Nazi power, a little blue forget-me-not flower pin worn in a brother's lapel served as a one method served as one method whereby brethren could identify each other in public although even then it was not always safe to wear any non nazi pin and in cities and concentration camps throughout europe so moving forward into anti masonic so anti masonic things we go into world war 2 where Freemasons were also persecuted and put in gas chambers in concentration camps. Um, so there's a lot of haters, man. So, you know, Nazis. I don't like Nazis. I don't like Nazis at all. <laughs> I'm getting my, my scalps. <laughs> 100 Nazi 100 scalps. 100 Nazi scalps. So, you know, having to go through those things um, back in the day, was something that that damn that that was that must have been really hard to just see or experience and unfor- and fortunately we haven't had any experience in in that sh- shape or form not that nothing like that is not happening somewhere in the world yeah. but we haven't had had to deal with that and to think about it is it's 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 kind of kind of scary that our world was led to that because somebody just felt like it, you know, for, for your own personal gain. And, um, again, well, going back to the Morgan affair, it's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Fear, hatred, fear, whatever. hatred. You're scared. You know, ignorance is bliss. And unfortunately that's, that's the cold, hard truth of things before you make a decision, make an educated decision, you know? And I think that's, that's something my grandpa used to tell me back in the day is make sure you're reading the, the right things and, and verify the source. Um, you know, 
a lot of people can go on the internet and find whatever I could write something on. Hell, we're doing content right now. And, and you know, it's either good or it's bad. But is it truthful? That's the real, re- that's the real thing. Is it truthful? You know, can, is there anything to back it? I think that's the more important part of, of all this is, is there anything to back it? Um, what did the, what did the forget me not flower mean? Um, true and undying love remembrance during partings or after death a connection that lasts throughout time fidelity and loyalty in a relationship reminders of your favorite memories um, growing affections between two people honoring the Armenian genocide helping patients with Alzheimer's disease I mean there's a whole bunch of reasons to wear the, the forget me not pin, but the, the most prominent one is, you know, the Holocaust. And it's, it's, it's something that we can never forget. And unfortunately in today's events, you know, I know we shouldn't talk about religion and politics, but in today's events, things are, are coming up that are resurfacing that are mm-hmm. almost the same. And it's sad. It's sad that we're, we're kind of repeating the same thing, not on that scale, but to a scale that it, it shouldn't be. You know, it's sad. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I guess that hopefully that just forums like this that can dispel those myths and and share actual information that's correct will be will prevent the ignorance from spreading the the fear from being allowed to fester you know um i don't know i guess we'll have to see how it goes i guess so um so moving forward you know talking about all these uh organizations um i would like to see you know in in future shows i would like to have folks from the rosicrucian order um you know the OTO uh, and any other order, um, even, you know, all women orders, uh, whatever's out there, I would want to have them on the show and talk about their past and what they went through and the issues that they're dealing with. Their struggles and persecution. Yeah, because that's what makes your journey. You know, I think that's the important part of all of this is your journey and understanding it and, and gaining something out of it. Um, going, going forward where we're, we're talking about all this history and we're talking about, you know, from the Shriners to the Morgan Affair to the Holocaust, you know, one of the one of the main things that that binds it all together is the fellowship. People stuck through each other with with these issues and they made it. And now we're in a different kind of seat today where, you know, we're we have a shortage of membership, but at the same time, um, we're still getting by. And I think it's time to not just get by. It's time to start building numbers and flourish flourish again. Um, how do we do that? Well, I think this is one forum, you know, where we can talk about things and, and you know, have a, have a Q&A. And, and people who are interested, you know, they hit us up all the time. And I try to give them as much information as possible. If they're not BSing me, like, you know, hey, I want to join the Illuminati. You know, I get that like 10 times a day. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, just stop just stop right know the difference man just do your research um 
Yeah. So I think that's that's um, very important, you know, our brotherhood and <clears throat> being able to talk about, you know, the esoterics and, and things that, that go behind the scenes, the history and theology and, and how they all intertwine with each other. Um, that's the beautiful part about masonry, I feel. Free thinkers. I mean, Free that's, thinkers. That's Free what, masons. That's what this... That's what organizations like Rosicrucians and, and Masonry were all about. They were all about free thought, especially during times of persecution. So I'm, you know, to say that I'm not surprised that Masonry has been able to withstand. It's It's been able to withstand because it started in a time of, of persecution and, and there needing to be free thought and free expression and... and dialogue and and exchange and people supporting each other as opposed to tearing each other down and 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 persecuting and and accusing so you know we i think we're i think we're going to get through it i really do i just think that it's it's going to be it's going to take something different and hopefully exactly what you were saying you know forums like this will will help to stimulate and generate people interest you know for people who aren't even masons right and for the masons that are masons that haven't become shriners yet say well maybe we'll it's check it out man. maybe it's at least I something to check out i'm interested and at some point i'll knock you know of course i, I got a crazy busy schedule but hey you, you make you make the time yeah you know um and you do what you can. You 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 take those events. I mean, seriously, with the Beach City Shrine Club, their big things are are two local Christmas parades, riding in a float. Okay, that's a you know that's a a Sunday, two Sundays in in December. They have a they do a parade for uh, St. Patty's Day over in in Manhattan Beach on the boat, and then they do uh, the. Whiskey Flats days up in Kernville, which was just this past weekend, which we wound up canceling because of weather. Um, but normally they go up there and do that. And then they have their, you know, their gala and their Christmas party. There's a lot more stuff, but yeah. for the local Shrine Club, there's just a handful of things. And just to just to be able to go to those events as a Shriner is even cooler than just tagging along with the Shrine guys, you know, yeah. which is where yeah. I was in the beginning. I kind of feel, I feel you on that. Um, so I think at this point we should probably just see if we can take some questions from folks who are live with us. So if anybody who is live, and this is not real time, unfortunately, um, go ahead and shoot us some questions. You know? Let's see, how many questions for our panel? We'll try to get through some. Let's get some questions here for our folks. Um don't be shy. Well, while we're waiting for questions, I'll just tie that. Uh, I'll tie that Morgan affair right back into the shrine. That the whole Morgan affair situation created a um, a negative look outlook on masonry in the states. Um, we wound up disconnecting ourselves from earlier European style masonry with the feasts and the esotericism. And um, and took alcohol out of lodges, which traditionally, you know, the the founding masons met in taverns, um, you know. So then along comes F brothers Fleming and Florence, and they decided, you know what, we like to have fun. We want to drink. Let's let's look at something else. Let's do something. And the shrine was born. So 
Booyah. That's awesome. Got any now, questions? Yeah, we did. Is the shrine haunted? Well, you know what? We walked downstairs today, went down into, and it, it was, it was kind of eerie. Um, haunted, I can't say. I think we should probably do an episode just on that. Um, I think that would be pretty awesome just to go, since, you know, we're able to go down there and, and do some filming. I mean, I don't see why not. I think that's something that's open to, to maybe investigating some type of ghost investigation or paranormal investigation, which I think it's, it would be cool for one of our episodes. Um, so that answers that. Now, here's another question. What is the main difference between the Illuminati and your organization, which I'm surreal of people, so, so people don't confuse the two, I guess? Um, you want to take that one? I really don't want to talk about Illuminati. Um, <laughs> I know we're we waiting get, for Johnny I, Royal, man. I know we get a lot of Illuminati talk, and we get a lot of questions about Illuminati, and there's so much BS with Illuminati in the in the press and and people controlling the world and blah 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 blah. But really, I I personally don't want to do any Illuminati talk until we can do some some good studies, and we're going to have. Um, we had Brother Johnny Royal who did 33 and Beyond, um, the story of, you know, kind of uh, Mason's, uh, a brother's perspective of Masonry. And um, him and uh, Brother Joseph Wages are working on a, a new flick called The Illuminati, and it's it's going to be a historical um, truth about the actual original Illuminati. So the we Bavarian can, Illuminati. Exactly. Yes. And we're... I really want to hold off and talk to okay. those guys about that. So I'm sorry. We're going to wait for that one. We're going to have another episode. We will have an episode you know, on the Illuminati. With just uh, just about the Illuminati. So, you know, just hang tight and we'll get that out there. Um, let's see. What else did we get? Uh, magic, concept, and God. What do you understand about it? Magic, concept, and God. I think what he's trying to say is how does magic tie into God? Um, that's an interesting question. You know, mental alchemy, possibly um, looking within and knowing that, you know, we're we're beings, we're, we're carbon beings. And, you know, everything that's that's made in, in our universe is within us. And, you know, if you think about it, we could possibly be one consciousness and that consciousness being able to 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 ascend and talk to God through whether it's ritual or uh, some type of fungi uh, whatever it may be, but having that connection with God, that, that is magic in itself. Being able to feel that presence, I, I feel it's magic in itself. So I hope that answers your question. Um, let's see. Sure, a lot of people are confused. Please clarify. We will have an episode. Okay. Can you all right, adjust? Uh, okay. All right. So, all right. Well, we, we need some more questions. Give us some. <laughs> and maybe more about Shriners. Yeah, or so you guys want to ask questions about the Shriners or Templars, Templars. Oh, persecution. Yeah. Persecution and Templars. Why did that come up? That The, the reason that came up was, uh, shit, I don't remember. <laughs> well, I... I I mean, I, I get the whole Templars were persecuted. 
Um, they were rounded up and, and basically shut down by Philip Philip the Fair, I believe it was. Um, Friday the 13th was when decrees were sent out to gather up all the Templars. Um, I, I get that. I, I appreciate that there was uh, that there was persecution there, but the, I guess the big problem is is that everybody wants to tie those Templars <laughs> into Masons, and there's just you know. And I, I know I know you're 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 you've told me that there is no connection. There there's no evidence. There's, there's no evidence. There's no. I've heard many many Masonic scholars that have done their research trying to find the evidence if the evidence is out there it still hasn't come up yet so but as of right now there is no physical evidence to support the fact that the original knights templar were connected to freemasonry in any way shape or form okay and i beg to differ (laughs) uh (laughs) i feel that there's just too much coincidence that you know there's a there's there's a coincidence and evidence yes i know i know you you the the proof is in the pudding right and that's what you want right you you want facts and you know unfortunately i don't have the facts but i feel that there is a connection and i feel that uh if you if you if you ever read born in blood i believe that's robert lomas i'm not sure um that kind of gives you a little bit of the history and how the two kind of tie together, but there, there is no real evidence. Again, like I, I agree with you, yeah. but there's so many coincidences and similarities, yeah, there's lots. especially regarding masonry. Is just how can you say there isn't a little bit of it in, in there? Yeah, I, I feel there is. You know, um, you know, even if it was even if it was stonemasons that were that became Freemasons that were building the Templar castles and strongholds, maybe. But there's still there's just the evidence isn't there. So. So here we got a question. Do you do rituals together? Um, Me personally? No, I, I don't. I don't do any rituals. I don't well, do unless any. you talk about ritual within our lodge. Well, then that's that's a different story. I mean, that's that's tradition. Then yes, we all do. Rit- yes, then we all, we all do, do Masonic, rit- Masonic ritual rituals in lodge together. Together, uh, but outside of that, you know, as far as like keepers of the word is concerned, I, I just study. I just like to study. You know, uh, my mom, she's a santera, and she she's also involved in Palo Mayumbe, and that was something that you know. I learned at a young age. Um, it's not something I practice. It's something I know. Um, do I ever want to get into the depths of those things? No, it's just, it's just something I like to practice. Just like, you know, uh, all of the ancient religions like, you know, Odinism and um, Druidism, Druidism and, and, you know, any of the older religions that, that kind of lost their way because of Pagan. persecution yeah. for, of paganism. Um, I feel that we lost a lot of things yeah. due to the dark ages. Yeah. Um, cultures coming cultures. and taking away. I yeah. mean, that's what that's what the the conquistadors were all about. That's what you know the 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 driving the snakes out of Ireland was all about. Mm-hmm. It's all about taking away, um, taking away, trying to eliminate cultures. Trying to eliminate cultures, and I think that they're they're taking away a lot. Uh, I believe that the the Inquisition took away a lot. Yeah. Um, we lost a lot of of paganism and, and ancient ancient ways of doing things. 
due to uh, the Inquisition, and I don't need to expand on what the Inquisition was. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what that is. Uh, but it's it's sad that that you know it's it's lost. Yeah. You know the origins, a lot of real origins, a lot of real ritual was lost because of those things. So um, to answer your question, no, we don't do ritual outside of lodge. Any new questions? Let's see. Thoughts on ceremonial magic in regards to masonry. Hmm. Thoughts on ceremonial magic in regards to masonry. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe those are maybe those are secrets that we don't need to divulge. Yeah, those I think are, I think that's something that you're that, gonna have to get involved and, yeah. and figure it out yourself. It's one of those things that if if you're gonna have to join, whether it, if it maybe it's not Masons, maybe you want to join the OTO or the Rosicrucians, or but if you have life's too short, man. You know, if if you have an inclination to something, go do it. And if you don't like it, then stop doing it. You know, that's the way I feel. I mean, life's too short to not try things out. You know, and and make your own educated decision. Rather than just going off a YouTube university and you know <laughs> filling your head with stupidity, I think that's uh, that's that's a good start. They say uh, the information is inside ancient bloodlines, though, right? Ancient bloodlines. Hmm. I don't think so. I would beg to differ. <laughs> and if you have anything to say about that i mean i have no comment yeah give me give me give me some information about that shoot me some and maybe we could cover that on some other some other time um i believe she, they're probably referring to um and i could be saying it wrong merovegan bloodline which is the bloodline of jesus uh apparently some believe that his bloodline carried on and the holy grail was his daughter and her name was sarah um, many of you, many people have seen this and what was that one movie that, uh, Tom Hanks da did Vinci Da Vinci Code, da right? Vinci Code. That's a, that's a, that's in itself another episode, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, let's see. I said everything's house. Of bloodlines of ancient Egypt, Egyptians. Well, you got to understand that the, bloodlines go further back than just ancient Egyptians. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about Atl Atlanteans. We could talk about the Sumerians. Yeah, that I think that would be a whole That's episode a whole other, of itself. Whole other topic. I mean, you talk about getting into giants and the bloodlines of the Denisovans, the... The Nephilim. The, the, I mean, the, we could the, go down the, a whole the, other rabbit hole the, with this one. The the elongated skulls. Yeah. that's all part of ancient bloodlines. So that's definitely a whole episode. That's a whole other topic. But yeah. thank you for bringing it up. I think it's interesting, and uh, I think we could we should be able to cover that in another episode. You're giving us ideas, which is great. I appreciate that. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Anybody else have any more questions? If not, we're going to go ahead and wrap it, up. wrap it up and call it a day. Talk about a couple of things here. We got the uh, the rings that we posted on the, the page. The Eye of Horus rings are now in our hands and available. Uh, $25 shipped. If you have any uh, questions about that or you'd like to send us 
get a pay link just send us a message on the uh, on the page and we can give you info on it yes and the same thing with our lapel pens they are eight dollars plus two dollars shipping and handling uh, i had a brother from sweden hit me up and he was like hey bro you know i want to get a ring and i want to get one of those lapel pens i'm like sure they're 10 bucks he's i'm in sweden and i looked up and it was 34 dollars just to send Ship it a package yeah, yeah. so i just Split the cost with the guy. I'm not going to do that with everybody because no. Yeah. So if you're out of the <coughs> continental, if you're out of the continental <coughs> 48, message us for how much it will cost to ship you some products. Um, this the the ten dollars for the pin shipped and the twenty five dollars for the ring shipped are definitely within the continental 48. So if you're outside of that, please uh, send us a message and we'll. We'll, uh, we'll just find out the best way we can get something to you as cheap as possible. And if you want to support us, that's great. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in. Um, want to say out. shout out to Samson for these great microphones. Um, there's a couple other things that I want to talk about. Uh, Indigo Beehive Creative. They're the production company that, that does this for us. Um, and Performance G motorsports which you know is another company supporter supporter good supporter supporter of 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 us and all our things and uh that's basically it and the shrine yes to the shrine auditorium to the shriners thank you very much we greatly appreciate you and a quick one for the uh, 5K, 10K walk run that the Shrine is going to be putting on this year. It'll be in April. They have their page on Facebook and Instagram, uh, 5, 5K, 10K walk Shrine. Uh, look that up. You can. We've posted some stuff on our pages, too, so you can get uh, the links Get involved. Well. we'll see you there. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, I, I'm going to try to make that one. And, you know, it should be a good time. And it's it's yeah, for it a good is. cause. It is, absolutely. And that's what we're about, Very baby. Cool. Yes. Over now. Thanks for tuning in.